Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It ain't the left side or the right side. And it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Kat and Paul Pickin. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and on iHeartRadio. We are recapping one of the biggest pieces of Dolphins news this offseason. The Dolphins have franchise tag wide receiver Jarvis Landry. Not a huge surprise. Maybe a little bit of a surprise that it came this early, which we'll get into in just a minute. Before we go into that, some specifics here. By franchising Jarvis Landry, the Dolphins, if he's on the roster, will pay him $16.2 million for the 2018 season. If another team tries to sign Jarvis, then the Dolphins will have one week to match the offer or accept a first-round pick. They can also resend the tag as well and get back the $16.2 million that they're budgeting for to keep Landry on the roster in the 2018 season. Paul, your thoughts. So one of the things that they can do too, in addition to that, that would probably go hand in hand with rescinding the tag is they could sign him to a long-term deal. Let's face it. This just extends their negotiating window a little bit and lets Landry go out and test the waters while still keeping some, some rights to him, trying to protect their interests, et cetera. I mean, I I don't love the idea of Jarvis Landry being a $16 million wide receiver for the Dolphins. I know you can't be a Dolphins fan, as you've said before, and not love Jarvis Landry. But at the same time, there are some gaps that I see in terms of leadership that I'd want to see out of a $16 million a year player. And I think Miami going out and finding a functional tight end, fingers crossed through the draft, takes away a lot of the catches from Landry. Maybe it opens them up a little more, but it does take away some of those catches as well because, let's face it, Miami's been having Jarvis Landry run a lot of tight end routes, and they haven't had a functional tight end to take away from that. So it's a little iffy seeing him be a $16 million a year guy. Yeah, I can't do it at $16 million a year. And if the Dolphins, like you said, do sign him to a long-term contract, which they're going back and forth on reports are – the Dolphins are at about $14, $13, 14000000 dollars. Landry and his camp are, are looking for a couple of million more than that. So we'll see what happens on that. But see, to me, what it comes down to with Landry, short-term and long-term, there are two big reasons why uh, I tend to be going away from wanting him back, either in the franchise tag or long-term deal. Number one, I feel that Jakeem Grant – is a more than suitable replacement for Landry. I'm not saying he's as good as him, but I think he can do some things out of the slot Landry may not be able to do, like go deep and and break one, and now the defense is just a step away from a 50- or 60-yard gain. I think that's one big thing. Look, I think Landry's a better player than Grant, but there is something to be said about that. Secondly, to me, the success of the team, if you're going – to stick with Ryan Tannehill here for the next, at least the next couple of years, which I think that they will, you've got to protect this guy. 
And I think if you can protect Ryan Tannehill and pour the money you would spend in the Landry into the resources for the offensive line, protecting him, I think that's a better way to go. And I think the Dolphins are going to find some receivers other than Landry that can step up in his place. For me, I definitely, definitely, definitely am really confused. When I see a lot of the same people out there on on social media right now saying Juwan James is far too expensive at $9 million a year, and yet basically they just want to hand Landry a blank check and say, write whatever you want on there, let's do this. I mean, this is a team that I know the record last year didn't reflect it, but with Ryan Tannehill back this year, they're not that many pieces away from being a pretty damn decent team. I'm not saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but if they make a couple of right moves that they're a lot easier to make when you've got that $16 million to spend, they're not a team that should miss the playoffs, provided Ryan Tannehill stays healthy. I know not everyone's going to love hearing that, but this isn't a team that's too, too many pieces away from being something decent. And you can't do that if you're overspending, which $16 million for Jarvis Landry, I hate saying it, but that's overspending for the guy. Oh, it's definitely overspending. And all this team really knows how to do is overspend. I mean, I, look, if for the people that just say, it doesn't matter, get Jarvis Landry back, I don't care what happens. These are the same people that didn't have a problem with Cameron Wake getting paid what he did uh, or getting that contract extension. Didn't have a problem with Rashad Jones getting that extension. Didn't have a problem with Andre Branch and Kiko Alonso last offseason getting paid money they didn't deserve. Just get it back. Who cares? Well, now here the Dolphins are. After tagging Landry, they're going to be $8 million over the cap. When you have teams out there, like the Cleveland Browns, who are $100 million under the cap. So this is a team that's coming off a 6-10 and 10 season and doesn't have money to spend, doesn't have extra draft picks. If you want to get Jarvis Landry back and have him eat up that much of your, of your cap, Maybe you should start thinking about managing the cap a little bit more effectively and not just giving blank checks to whoever you feel like. So uh, the other option here, Paul, too, is when it comes to Landry, the Dolphins also could trade him for less than that first-round price tag. I see a couple of teams out there. One that really comes to mind is the Cleveland Browns, who have the first and the fourth pick in the first round. They also have three second-rounders as well as the first pick in the third round of the draft. Is there a team out there in addition to the Browns that you're looking at too saying, yeah, if we can get a deal done, I, I would take this. There's the Ravens. They're, they're a team that could definitely use a wide receiver. And I hate to say this because I, I don't want to see him go there, but a team that might be willing to spend the most in terms of resources. And, and I don't want to see him end up there. I'm going to reiterate this, but I do think the New York Jets go out and get Kirk Cousins this offseason. I think they drastically overpay to get Kirk Cousins this offseason. And I wouldn't be shocked to see them drastically try to overpay both with the player and as far as trade compensation to try to get Jarvis Landry to come in and help out their whatever many million-dollar quarterback that they're going to have in Kirk Cousins. And I'm fine with two good players going there and eating up so much of their freaking cap space because it means they're going to have a hell of a lot less special around them. And Hey, you know, you want to give your $30 million or whatever the hell he ends up being quarterback, a $16 million a year, 8.8 yard per catch receiver. Okay, cool. 
we can defend that. Uh, so it's tough. I mean, maybe maybe the 49ers outside of that, but there aren't a lot of teams that are going to pay $16 million for Jarvis Landry. No, they're not, and, and I don't see that being the case either. Um, you know, the I look at – I look at the Browns. I look at the Ravens. The Bears are a team that could be interesting too, because they've got Mitch Trubisky, a quarterback. They have nothing at wide receiver, and they do have um, some draft picks that the Dolphins could potentially deal too. I'll tell you what: if the Browns are the one I'm really eyeing, because for me, if they're they're a team that has about a hundred million dollars in cap room, so they have the money to pay Landry an outlandish contract. A team that's won one game in the last two years. You, you, maybe they want Jarvis Landry to be the face of their of their franchise. I mean, a, a, imagine if the Browns could have a quarterback go number one, Saquon Barkley at running back go number four, and then add Jarvis Landry for, let's say, a second and a third or fourth round pick. And then they've still got two second rounders too. So there are a lot of different options out there. But if the Dolphins can land one of those second round picks, it's so deep this year that we'll get into later – on the interior of the offensive line in the NFL draft that the Dolphins could potentially take those resources, save $16 million in cap room, as well as rebuild that offensive line. But I do hope that they still hang on to Juwan James this offseason. Anyway, not to go on too, too far of a tangent here, Paul, uh, what do you think ends up happening with Landry, if you had to guess? I'm hoping that Miami is either able to re-sign him for a few million less than that franchise tag to a multi-year deal, say three years, I don't know, 42 million, maybe. I can live with that. Outside of that, I think he ends up either having the tag rescinded or he's out on another team. I just, I don't see any functional scenario that has him in Miami for 16 million next year. Yeah, a lot of different things can happen. I mean, when it comes to Landry, uh... I do think he will get resigned as well to a longer-term contract. If the reports out of Miami are true and, and Dolphins are thinking more in the neighborhood of $13 million, the agent's thinking 15 or $16 million, I think they're going to naturally come to an agreement and, and meet somewhere in the middle, probably closer to that 13 number. But the, the contract that they're really eyeing is the one that, that Devontae Adams signed with Green Bay, which I believe was – what four years, sixty-eight million, somewhere in that neighborhood. So, might might get closer to that seventeen, sixteen, you know, million dollar per year. So we'll see. But if they're that far apart, which isn't very far apart, I do see something getting done. My preference again, with Ryan Tannehill moving forward, protect the guy because otherwise it does. It's not going to matter who he has at wide receiver. That will do it for our breakdown of the Miami Dolphins franchising Jarvis Landry. You're listening to Cat and Paul Pickin on the Fin side. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and on iHeartRadio. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the Fin side. So, Adi, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the Fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the Fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.